Hey there, and welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kinsey Dzinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach, and this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and live mutually empowered, purposeful lives. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, and I hope you're having a good start to December. With Christmas so close this year, I want to end 2019 with a few episodes that are a bit more practical and a little less theoretical than usual. Because I know around the holidays, things tend to build up, stress tends to sneak in, and if we're not careful, the season comes and goes without our really being mindful of it or making the most of it. So to start this series, I want to talk about doing this Christmas with intention. All that means is planning reasonably and with flexibility for what you want to happen during this holiday season rather than passively letting this holiday season happen to you. Some of you may have felt like over Thanksgiving you spent time with family and friends, but that it was a blur, or that it was stressful, or like the time wasn't as meaningful or as restful as you might have wanted it to be. And those are the very feelings that I'm trying to help you prevent or at least lessen this Christmas. Because I think I speak for all of us when I say that no one wants to feel more tired and stressed after the holidays than before. So today, I'm going to give you some practical ways to get a hold of this Christmas season before it gets a hold of you. But real quick before I do, this episode is brought to you by my free research-based relationship quiz. Have you ever wanted a professional insider's look at your relationship? Well, I've created a short quiz that lets you in on the state of your relationship based on four different components of marital health. After taking the quiz, you'll receive a series of three emails with a description of your score, next steps to take, and a prayer for your marriage. To get in on that free quiz, just visit bravemarriage.com slash quiz. Again, that's bravemarriage.com slash quiz. Okay, three ideas or suggestions for doing this Christmas with intention are make a plan, make a budget, and make meaningful memories. Now, before we break each one down, the point of these suggestions is all in the service of you and your spouse getting ahead of what inevitably comes after holidays spent without these things, without a plan, a budget, or opportunities for memory making. And that is disappointment, frustration, and stress. And when those emotions are experienced, it's not long before couples begin fighting, arguing, or disagreeing with one another about how the holidays went, what should or shouldn't have happened, and who's to blame for it all. Now listen, the first of the year is often a really busy time for couples therapists. And on the one hand, whatever ensued over the holidays may have been just what the couple needed to motivate them to change. Because the reality is, couples don't normally do something different until their pain or distress becomes greater than the discomfort of staying the same. Some couples struggle through the holiday season, but their pain or distress isn't yet greater than the discomfort of staying the same. So what do these couples do? Well, they get through the holidays, and even though they're at odds with each other, they're relieved to have survived, and so as the holiday stress wears off, they return to busy, they go about their year, and they block the last Christmas out of their minds. That is until their anxiety about the next year's holiday season begins to creep back in. Does this sound familiar to anyone? 
So what I'm trying to do today is to help you remember the pain of Christmas past now so that you will be motivated ahead of time to do something different in Christmas present. Let's start with making a plan. There's a session in my Courageous Conversations workshop called Problem Solving, and essentially it's all about planning for things to get better than they have before. This was especially useful for Evan and me during our first year of marriage when, having gone through a particularly stressful holiday season while we were engaged, we were anxious and eager to make a better plan. And so together, we thought through what is actually important to us. How do we want to spend this Christmas? How much time together, just the two of us, and how much time together with extended family. And once we decided these things based on what felt to us reasonable and respectful for all involved, we put a plan in place for who would be responsible for communicating our plans to family. And we made plans to adjust our plans based on things that we could foresee happening. Because as John Steinbeck said, the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. And a lot of times, we make the best of plans, and then we're frustrated when they don't go our way. I for sure have been guilty of this. In fact, I'm doing a heart check as we speak. It can be easy to act surprised by people's behavior when we know that we shouldn't expect anything different based on historical patterns, right? But often we act as if these things are out of our control when they're not. For example, we only wanted to stay so long, but mom or mother-in-law guilt-tripped us, and so we tell ourselves we didn't have a choice. But when we do this, when we essentially say we're helpless over our choices, we can end up feeling angry and resentful because we act as if something outside of us has forced us into a decision, when really, we've given up and given in and blamed someone else for our choice. So this year, instead, make a plan and plan to adjust your plans. If you only plan to stay so long, but you anticipate requests for you to stay longer, create a buffer window if that's more your style, or simply remind your family member that you communicated before you came that you would need to leave at this time. What planning does is it ensures that you have 90% of the experience you want to have and that you enter this Christmas season with the right attitude and mindset. A second suggestion for doing this Christmas with intention is to make a budget. Now listen, to my saver friends, I need you to practice a little self-restraint and don't go running to your spouse saying that Kinsey said you need to get a grip on your spending even though it can be tempting to hear whatever you want to hear. I know. And to my spender friends, I am not suggesting that you revamp your entire budget or implement some arbitrary rule on how much to buy or to spend this Christmas. What's important as couples is to meet each other where you are, to listen to your spouse about why it's so important to him to buy the big gift or for her to limit the number of presents or why your spouse would prefer to spend less this Christmas to provide a vacation next summer where more meaningful memories can be made. Every person in every marriage approaches the Christmas season with certain expectations, likely that come out of the way that they were raised whether that's to do things the same or the opposite of the way they grew up. And every individual in every couple desires to create a certain experience for each other, for family, and for those they love and care for. And these things are what the money fights are about. Notice that it's not about the money, at least not yet. 
So once you two get clear on the motivations, the reasons, the desires behind saving or spending this Christmas, only then will you two be capable of creating a Christmas budget that works for both of you. And once again, depending on your personality, create a hard budget if you're a saver or create a buffer category for the spender if needed and make sure to take into account Christmas gifts for each other, the kids, extended family, school parties, people in the community, whoever you give to during the Christmas season. But whatever you do, do it together so that it creates a win-win, the experience that each spouse desired to create for Christmas. Now, I am fully aware that these first two ideas have more to do with our Western, cultural, familial expectations of Christmas, but like I said, today we're going practical. So a final idea for doing this Christmas with intention is to make meaningful memories. During the first few years of our marriage, Evan and I became really intentional about what holiday experiences we wanted to have. Because this new reality set in for me that whatever we'd experienced growing up as kids was a direct result of the intentionality our parents put in to make the holidays meaningful. So over the years, we've incorporated Hallmark Christmas movie watching, driving around to look at the lights, scrabble and hot chocolate, engaging in local Christmas festivities, Christmas decorating, following an advent calendar and reading scripture together baking cookies with friends, bird watching, or wreath making with family. Like I said, do whatever works for you. But my point is, activities together where two or more people are present and giving the activity and each other their time and attention, those are the moments that make for the most meaningful memories. It's not about doing the most things, packing the most in, but slowing down enough to be present with your people, doing something that all of you enjoy. So your action step for today is to download a free PDF I've created for you this Christmas to help you pause, reflect, and plan this Christmas with intention. To snag that, just visit bravemarriage.com slash christmaswithintention. Again, that's bravemarriage.com slash christmaswithintention. I'll link it in the show notes. And my prayer for you this week is that you would take a minute to experience God's goodness and grace in your own life, in your marriage, and in the life of your family, and that you would enter this Christmas season with His gifts and His presence in mind. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Love is not a Love is not a bond Love is just as fragile as it is